it's a multi-part, it's a multi-parter. Welcome back to Tangent Space. I'm Brandon Anderson. And I'm John Kihayas. Today, we're going to talk about time travel. I think it was sort of inevitable that we get here, given the nature of our discussions. Probably surprising we haven't so far. Yeah. Anyway, just in case things get crazy, this is original timeline Brandon is speaking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see if that matters or not, but... Let's see how many you can remember. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay, time travel, yeah, it's... Have, have established, like, rules, right? There's, like, a whole movie science of time travel, mm-hmm. I feel like. You know, like, tacit rules, like, what happens when you go back in time? Now there's a new timeline, and if you touch yourself from another timeline, the world ends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how, but... <laughs> You know what I mean? There's like Uh, rules that no one, they aren't scientific, obviously, because we don't have time travel, but they're like agreed upon across many, many movies. Yeah, and some try to take a more scientific approach somehow, right, in terms of how they present it, what rules they have there, or try to lean heavy into the part of sci-fi in the time travel movie. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so maybe we should use our physics vantage for once. And also talk about what really is possible briefly, time travel-wise. Sure, yeah, that definitely is a question. Yeah, I think we can do it quickly. Like, I think most people know this, right, from this point, but... Know what? The time travel is not possible? Well, you know... Forward only. What's Yeah, exactly. Okay, so forward only, right, is relativity stuff. And that's the big one. Obviously, we're already going forward, so... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's not that impressive, but... The the classic one is if I go away on a rocket ship almost at the speed of light, time seems to go really slowly for me, but it passes the normal rate here on Earth. So I can jump way forward into the future. Right. And right. that was something that probably most, I would guess, most people listeners have seen Interstellar. Mm. And they'd spent a lot of time doing a lot of good physics there in terms of that was black great. holes and yeah. visualization. And one of them they did was having this planet in a very large gravitational fields that time happened differently because of gravity as opposed to moving fast, but, you know, similar idea. Mm -hmm. And so that the person in orbit was, you know, an old man by the time the people on the surface had spent whatever a day down there or something and came back. Yeah. Um, So this idea that kind of different amounts of time passing, depending on Mm -hmm. how fast you're going or how strong gravity is. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's definitely doable. You can do that kind of time travel. Yeah. Going or, the... you know, freeze yourself and... Right. And appear. It's not, not something like that. that hard, yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like you have an age because you haven't experienced that time, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that one's doable. You can... I don't know, the ways to go back in time that we haven't ruled out, right? I mean, there's some... Is wormhole stuff a thing for this? I don't know. So to go back, I guess, Interstellar, because we get that question. Actually, Interstellar, I believe, was requested as a topic of was it? podcast oh, yeah, nice. by one of our fans. Oh. A piece of fan mail that I still have to respond to from last year. Amazing. <laughs> um, but so what happened there and this as a you know physicist at the time, I found distasteful. But anyway, at some point there, again, spoiler alert, 
suppose. Uh, they do send a message back and kind of, right. you know, able to change things in the past from what they know in the future. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in the physics language, things you get, which I assume they're getting there. I don't remember what theory they were using exactly, but you get things called closed time-like curves. So that's just physics speak, meaning that you could do stuff and come back to where you started in time and space. So you could go have an adventure, do stuff, and somehow you end up right back where you started. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit difficult to comprehend. Often that's a sign your theory maybe is not quite what you want because some of us probably don't like those features, but it does mm-hmm. crop up in, in physics that people study. So right. that's, I think, maybe the physics speak for mm-hmm. time travel sort of, right? You can go back to where you came from. Right. Yeah, there's, I mean, Interstellar was like a sort of a higher dimensionality thing, right? Yeah, that was part of it, I think. Yeah, and then, I mean, if, if if these all existed inside inside some other bigger dimension, then you could and you could go out into it, and then you could come back in whenever you wanted. Yeah, is that how they kind of explained it with the yeah. bookcase or something? Yeah, it's like a tesseract. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that presumes the existence of these other dimensions, which we don't really yeah. have any evidence for. Uh, so, yeah, as far as we know, going back, not possible. Right. But... Um, as far as we know, right? Right. I think the other... Okay, so this is one of the big questions, I think, that we can fail to answer. <laughs> <laughs> you want answers? We got questions. <laughs> yeah. Is that... Why don't we have time travel? Yeah. Why haven't we figured that out yet? What's... What's blocking us? Like... Or people have organized these time traveler parties, right? There were some big ones exactly. a bunch of years ago and say, okay, yeah, if there's anyone who's time travel... Time traveler, they would come say hi or something. Yeah. And no and, one showed up or no one apparently right. showed up for, right. from the future. Yeah, as far as we've seen or, you know, recognized, uh, there haven't been any people from the future or anything from the future. Which is one of those things, right, that like tells you, kind of like the great filter thing. Like, since we haven't heard aliens, right. maybe aliens don't exist. Since we haven't seen anybody from the future, maybe those people don't exist. Right. I don't know. I mean, it could be a density thing, right? Like, so you think people exist way into the future, but who knows how far, maybe a few thousand years, the human race will still continue to exist as we recognize it. Yeah. And and they have time travel. And that's a long time to go without anybody who apparently had access to this technology coming here and us seeing them. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless we're really just not that interesting. Maybe it's like a lot of energy to go back in time. Right, so maybe over the next few thousand years, they only send fifty thousand people back, right? And they just like we were just a boring period, and no one happened to come here. <laughs> you know, like living in the boring. What if everyone timeline. went back to see the dinosaurs or right. whatever? You know, Jesus. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, or it was just too dangerous to come here, right? Timeline wise, right? Yeah, so just no one bothered. Somewhat related reminds me, and I think. Maybe we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, for time travel, right? They're always going back in time. But you have to kind of go back in space. You have to find the right spot. Oh yeah, right. Like if you go back to yesterday, the Earth right. and <laughs> yeah. where you were is slightly different. Yeah, right. So you don't want to end up in the middle of space. Right. I heard this too. Yeah. So you'd have to like really. I mean, either do it in a spaceship or really plan. Right. But even a spaceship, you don't want to end up in a. You know, if you're going somewhere, there's people and plants and stuff. You don't want to end up inside the planet. So also true. And all those asteroids that almost hit us that you don't know about. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's pretty hard, right? There's a lot of technical challenges beyond <laughs> breaking physics. I mean, I, I guess that's it. easy enough to compute where, you know, this place was at a certain day and time versus yeah. figuring out how to time travel. Yeah. Presumably. Presumably. Okay, but... Okay. So, let's get into weird territory. I wonder... Suppose time travel isn't actually that hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. What if it's not some like, like... We think of it as like it's some crazy Einstein genius calculation that we just haven't come up with enough dimensions or whatever. But what if it's not that hard? And the thing that's actually stopping us is the need for the timeline to be continuous, you know, for it to make sense. Uh, so like, for example... John and I invent time travel here tonight <laughs> just because we're thinking about it and we just hadn't really got around to it. Yeah. <laughs> like many other people might do because it's not that hard, right? And we invent it and we talk about it on the podcast and everyone's like, fuck, that is possible. And then we start doing it and everybody starts, maybe the government does it first or I don't know what, but eventually it gets out and people start time traveling mm -hmm. like crazy. I mean, the odds, given the amount of people that have access and so on, like that someone goes back and fucks up the past right. enough that we wouldn't have been here tonight making a podcast and figured it out gets really, really high, right? So, like, maybe it isn't possible for us to figure it out tonight because something would have happened to stop us from figuring it out. Even if it is simple. <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's some kind of mind bender. Like, yeah. But this is, I'd read this somewhere too, that the timeline might just be like resilient in this way. Like the time stream, you mm -hmm. can, you can try to deviate it, but it just goes back to where it right. is because if anything would change it in a major way, right. It, it would stop itself from being able to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. What if that really was the thing blocking us? Then maybe the way to discover time travel is to instead first ensure that no one will learn about your time travel. Right. That it can't possibly be passed on or repeated or whatever. Like you can't abuse it to the point where it will fuck up your own time travel. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been in some movies and stuff, right? Of like time police and mm. is that what time cops about? I never saw it. But know, there's there's definitely definitely been in some shows and and TVs where there's people who are like meant to protect the timeline or control right. technology, right? And oh, that's, that's true. And it's I guess not phrased in this way of messing up, right? That, but like not letting people generally, right? Mess up everything. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like it, like once the technology's out, I mean, even if the time cops like did their job for a thousand years right and right. it had to be perfect it'd be perfect forever i mean fuck yeah. no yeah. someone's gonna get a hold of it and fuck it up like right. yes yeah, so, i mean like what could we do to ensure that like what if we got on a rocket ship right now and we were like okay let's send this mother out to space we got enough rations and supplies to build anything we want for a really long time, but there's no way to get back or communicate. Right. We just cut off the antennas and hurtle into space. And then we'll be one way mission. Time travels appear. Yeah. No, I mean, like, <laughs> what, what if. Like, what hey, if, we can finally visit somebody. Yeah, what if we just started thinking about it? And we're like, oh, shit. Actually, no, it is totally possible. <laughs> I don't even know that we would think of it like, what if we're. 
evolved even, maybe culturally, but also genetically, to be incapable of thinking of it. Like, what if... Oh, jeez. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Maybe not. There's not a lot of pressure, I guess. That's, that's not possible. I mean, maybe the, the real answer is that people are inventing time travel all the time and then fucking it up. The future mm-hmm. fucks it up to the point where they don't. Like, so maybe... Oh, jeez. This is really... This is how every time travel thing goes, right? It just becomes really complicated yeah. and horrible. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Oh, I did have... All right. <laughs> I promise I'm going to stop this rant at some point. Uh, yeah, my other idea I was thinking about for this is tied a bit to the fatalism part, mm. right? What if we invent time travel again and we do it here and we say, here's this window that is a portal to the past mm-hmm. and we're going to do an experiment uh, tomorrow morning where we show up at 8 in the morning and we throw a tennis ball or a cat or something through the <laughs> portal. <laughs> throw it through the portal and it'll show up an hour before we threw it in. So mm-hmm. like if we had scheduled the experiment to take place at 9 in the morning, then we'll show up at 8 and see a cat fly out of the window. Like, wow, we did it. <laughs> did it. But it would also be freaky because you'd know... Now between 8 and 9 in the morning, there's nothing on earth that could stop us from throwing that cat through the window. Right. We could announce, to the, we could just get on TV and be like, please anyone kill us. Like, you know, <laughs> I dare the entire world to stop me from doing this. And no one could. They know it's going to. It'd be impossible. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of a mind bender, right? Because of the inevitability of it. But then again, part of what it would mean to see the cat come out, what it, would, it would also mean that we're not the type of people that would do that. We're the type of people that would, no matter what, Make follow sure scientific sure. rigor and throw the cat in because, God damn it, we know right. it must be done. Right. And we want a consistent universe. I mean, right? So the problem is that if we showed up, looked at the, the window, and no cat flew out, we don't actually know that the, the machine doesn't work. It might just mean that we're not going to do it. Right. <laughs> we're too unpredictable to follow through. Yeah. Right? So that sucks. This is kind of what we're saying about the maybe the future is fucking us up, mm-hmm. right? But on a personal level. Yeah, it just bothers me that you can't separate the two. You can't ever know that what that your science is wrong because this fucking reality, like the way mm-hmm. the whole weight of the future is like yeah. against you. That's horrible. What? Yeah, I mean, that's that's not... I guess a lot of the movies, TV stuff, don't really think of it that way ever, I guess. Hmm. Unless maybe they're policing, like, people changing the timeline. But it's not... I can't think of one that's been about, like, stopping people from inventing time travel or hmm. the inevitability of them going back and messing things up. Right. Maybe yeah. It's, I mean, it sounds like a good idea yeah. or something yeah usually what i mean i think is sort of skirted by the multiple timelines yeah that thing, can happen right yeah so you you do invent time travel and go back 
but you're never when you go back affecting your own timeline right it's always affecting a new one so you're just spawning more and more realities or whatever yeah yeah so you can't change your world you just can live in the new one that you've exactly changed yeah which is i guess good enough for you like i guess yeah this bothers me though like where all this resource coming from all these like multiverse things like Where's all the energy coming from to just make a whole new universe just because you time travel? Well, I mean, I guess you could think of them existing and you're just moving to that other one where you time travel to it. Or maybe the energy cost of time travel is to make an entire new universe. Yeah, then that would (laughs) would probably prevent it from happening. Right. (laughs) Huh. That seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when you see when people talk about like wormholes, like actual traversable wormholes that could lead mm. to things like mm. time travel or other impossibilities of how you move through the universe. Right. Even the ones that seem like good things that happen in certain theories and stuff, usually like to create them, you need, you know, extreme amounts of energy or types of matter that we don't think exist, right. but, you know, would be consistent in there. So mm-hmm. it's always like very difficult thing to to do yeah create a wormhole or something so even something that might be theoretically fit all you know the things we know and seem to make sense even then like the practicality of it Mm -hmm. let alone then paradoxes that you might create by thinking of people time traveling and stuff which is usually what we see in the right in the movies yeah what else well i mean we could talk about um that conflict of the paradoxes of that arise or the ways they try to deal with it in movies and mm. TV shows of going back and messing with things or not mess with things or finding yourself or right. killing your own grandfather or being your own grandfather if you're Futurama. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I remember thinking about the, because this one came up in like Back to the Future, right? Or at least it was implied that if you were to interact with yourself, like the universe could end or some kind of crazy catastrophe yeah something bad yeah and i've seen this in a few other by where it's you're sort of worried that it's gonna explode or something crazy right. is gonna happen but i don't know thinking about that one like uh, you know physics wise there's you aren't i mean no particle is distinguishable from any other particle yeah right so like my electrons touching my own electrons right doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything because my electrons right. are the same electrons as the ones in the table. Like right, yeah, exactly. It should also end when I do that. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is also weird. Yeah, <laughs> they are all the same. Yeah, what other paradoxes happen? Well, a movie that I thought played with that kind of nicely, and I think you saw it too, right? Was mm. the the Spanish language movie Time Crimes or Time Criminals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that whole thing was like one of these lower budget movies, but this guy mm. keeps on like, he's going back time and he starts, you know, he sees stuff and he tries to prevent it or it all ends up being very self-fulfilling and kind of like perfectly consistent. Right. Like it all just happens no matter what he was trying to do. It worked out like in a very nice Greek yeah. tragedy kind of way. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really clever just because it seemed every time like he was changing something or exercising mm-hmm. a choice or something, but it all ended up being all what he saw itself. later on or like yeah. it all was very consistent, which was, yeah. I thought, a pretty clever way of dealing with, you know, the usual changing stuff and paradoxes in right. time travel movies. Right. 
That was, that was a, good, a good, one. good one. Yeah, the low budgets somehow nail it sometimes. This was like uh, the what's the other real cheap one? Primer, primer. Yeah, primer. That's yeah. Was very popular when we were in grad school. Yeah. Probably watched it like right. three, four times. Oh yeah, with everyone. Yeah. This one was like you know, dead simple. It was like the premise was that they these guys basically had a cardboard box that they yeah. would go into and. It would go back in time, but the only real twist limitation was that you had to spend the amount of time that you were going to go back yeah. going forward inside the box. Right. So say I want to go eight hours in the past, I go sit in the box for eight hours, pick right. my nose, come out, <laughs> like, and it's eight hours ago, but I like still aged eight hours backwards to get right. there. Right. Yeah. Which was pretty interesting. Yeah, it had like, some interesting ways of trying to sort out all the people who were going back and when and right and it sort of punished you for abusing it right because you right. you could live out your whole life just doing a loop right right and yeah which was pretty interesting hmm although we did compute at the time uh the real trick was to just go through the box at near light speed <laughs> so the time was passing really you know slow for you and you could spend an apparent really long time in the box and then come out without any consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Found a loophole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, anyway, still a good twist. It was cool. But it really, like... That one was a good one, too, at, like, showing the people abusing it. Because right? they started out as, like, what you thought were decent people, and then all of a sudden there was, like... They were murdering them versions of themselves, and there's all yeah. kinds of crazy shit going on. Yeah. Like, there's just stabbing and... too much potential for power, right? Like, right. yeah, that kind of demonstrate people... that. Yeah, exactly. It's really, I mean, you think money or power corrupts, right? Like, time travel is like one of the <laughs> ultimate sources of both. Anything, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, of course, people are going to be complete shits, right? Yeah. Um, so that. It reminded me too of another time travel show, hmm. uh, a Netflix one, Travelers, which was recently canceled, I think, after a couple seasons. Uh -huh. um, but there, the whole premise was that things went really shitty because of, I assume, some element of like climate change and human disasters, right? Uh, other human disasters, or maybe natural disasters. Anyway, mm. so people in the future are in a real shitty time, but they managed to invent a way to send people's consciousnesses back in time into mm. another body. Right. And this is only possible because they have a super powerful quantum computer uh -huh. that one can compute all these things and how to do it. And also is somehow entangled. Of course. The biggest scare quotes you can possibly imagine. Mm. Entangled so that it can actually experience when someone goes back um, and changes thing, it still knows, you know, how things have changed, even though the future has changed around it. So right. it can remember the past still. Right. Oh, so, which, which is like an interest twist because you might think you go back into the past and you change stuff. The future's then changed that you came from, mm -hmm. but you don't know how it changed. Yeah. And you may have like erased yourself coming back or something. Right. So this is a way of right. trying to find a way. Yeah. And the interesting part of oh, that too yeah. is that the computer then couldn't kill people, I guess, directly. So if you sent someone's consciousness back, it would displace the other person and kill them, mm. like their consciousness, who they are. So it would only send people back to right before they were about to die historically. So they're about to get hit by a train. It would send back someone's consciousness mm -hmm. to like 10 seconds before. They I would see. get there in time to step away from the train. I see. So they didn't feel like they were killing people. Oh, to try oh, to philosophically 
get around it. Oh, which led to conflict later in terms of different factions. But oh. this idea of trying to deal with you want to change stuff right, so it's like in time travel. Terminator. Yeah, you're trying to change stuff, but you might not know how it changes or how do you... Right. Yeah, you know, that's huge. That. Yeah, this is part, I think, why they always let the main character remember what happened mm. or what's changed. Right. Because it would be super unsatisfying to, like, you like, okay, let's go back in time, fix everything. It's going to, we're going to fix our present, right? And then you go back and do it, and then you show back up, and you're just like, ah, is this better? <laughs> Are we in the dystopia? Yeah. I don't I even fucking know. Did I make it worse? Like, right. And it, you'd never be done then, or, you know, you'd be right. like, wait, should I still go back? Did I finish the mission? Right. It's impossible. Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the idea in that show, is they would try to stop certain historical things. Not huge stuff, but try to nudge mm-hmm. stuff away from the disaster becomes later on. So they would try to stop, like, a certain, you know, hmm. attack from happening, or a natural disaster about to happen, evacuating people, right. things like this, and trying to find out how the timeline changed. Drum or, up some votes. <laughs> yeah, or how the timeline changed or not, and that ended up being right. a big conflict, as if they were actually doing anything, hmm. you know, and being isolated never being able to go back to the future because once they were back they were stuck mm-hmm. there was no way to go to the future and i see they were stuck however many hundreds of years before mm. so they were kind of sacrificing themselves in that sense their lives yeah they wouldn't live future. <laughs> yeah they wouldn't live the good future they'd be stuck in the right in the past right which i guess was pretty great because there was food and sunlight and unlike the future apparently right yeah, that's not uncommon, actually. Yeah, I mean, the Terminators for sure did that. Um, yeah. There was an X-Men past. where they did that, right? Yeah. Days of Future Past yeah. or one of those ones. Yeah. I mean, the it's one, in the, the comics. The one called the Moody show. Blues album. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good title. Uh, but yeah, same sort of deal where you just keep... Right, and that always ends up being that the big kind of... With all the time travel movies, you think about like, okay, so they go back to fix a thing, which means did they ever invent time travel? Did they ever, he never had to go back, or she never had to go back to change stuff because it was good. So it becomes right kind of paradoxical. Totally. And um, a movie I like that had some time travel looper. Mm. Um, there's a scene in the diner where like old version is talking to young version, and there are these assassins that have to do this, and starts asking questions. The older ones just like kid like don't even try to think about it it's all super confusing like you're just gonna you know mess up your head trying to figure it out right this is what happens just go with it just accept it and i thought that was a nice kind of nod to that in a dude it's seriously good editing anyway yeah. it's better than having them sitting there and making up some bullshit for right. 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but mm. i think that's the problem with a lot of these right you think about it, you're gonna come up with some paradox of like right I mean, inherently, I think, in the time travel movie. So the ones that are, sometimes are clever about making it all kind of fit together neatly mm-hmm. help to try to get around it. But that's still the problem if you stop and think about... Right. Which, I mean, I love time travel movies and time travel stuff. It's fascinating. It's cool. Yeah. Lots of good ones. But I don't sit there and think about all the ways that it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, really. Yeah, the more I, yeah, I think about it, it's like a, I want to come at it from like a sort of anthropic principle... You know, like, we exist in, you know, as we are, right? And so, therefore, that implies a lot about what's possible and what isn't. That all has to be consistent with that, at least. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I have an idea. To test the time continuity resilience theory... 
Uh-huh. Right? This is another really good use of a like detailed ass simulation, right? Uh-huh. So suppose we simulate ourselves as we do every episode, our world, but you allow for time travel. Right? Okay. You can switch it on and off, right? And just see what happens. Simulate it, make it be consistent. Let them go back and change it. Because you can rewind in a simulation. Yeah. And see what happens. You could totally test this out. So you let them go back in time and see if they fuck it up or not. Or Yeah, or you just don't. propagate the consequences of it. You just propagate all consequences and see what happens to the timeline. You could see if it has tendencies, like weird natural behavior. How does the timeline function in response to time travelers? And you think they would just go back and mess it up so they don't have time travel? Maybe. Is that your... Maybe. You're going money? Yeah. I think you could prove it this way, though. Hmm. Just need that all-powerful computer. Right. You know. Ain't no thing. <laughs> Cue it up, though. <laughs> as soon as they get that going. Well, everyone, I think that's about all the time we have for today. Uh... <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, no. Did you I have not make that joke trick. at all during the whole hour? <laughs> I have one last trick for this episode, which is that I have, in fact... Mm-hmm devised a time machine for the two of us to use where we will take a shortcut to the end of the episode uh, sounds good i'm tired yeah i don't know that it's that we're super accurate or how well it's going to work i've never <laughs> tested it before but <laughs> i say we it's fire this thing any. up uh let me just push this button here <laughs> <laughs> And off we go! Tangent Space. TangentSpacePodcast.com. Oh my God. See ya. <laughs>